0: Welcome to Connection Privé podcast with me, Clemence, CEO and founder of PR agency Clementine Communications, where I talk on a topic near and dear to us, the power of networking and human connections. Now, more than ever before, being able to forge lasting relationships is crucial to building a successful career and a healthy well-being. To help you stay ahead of the game and accomplish your goals, each episode of Connection Privé is featuring myself and friends in conversation with CEOs and business leaders about the importance of networking in their lives and how meeting the right person at the right time helped them grow both professionally and personally. I'm welcoming today friend and philanthropist, Nick Ead. He's an award-winning Scottish public relations and brand consultant and television presenter. He runs also his own London PR agency and is a well-respected charity activist, popular culture and brand expert. He's appeared on Project Catwalk since 2008, Diet on the Dance Floor and Lauren Kelly's morning show LK Today. He holds an annual celebrity fundraising night for the Stroke Association called A Night with Nick and is a patron of Gene for Gene. He created the campaign Style for Stroke which has fans including Mel B, Kelly Osborne, Leila Parsons and so many more. And he's been instrumental in creating the Global Give Gala platform with the philanthropists Eva Longoria and Maria Bravo. Hi, Nick. I'm so glad to be speaking with you today. And thank you so much for accepting to to take part in my new podcast, Connection Privé.
1: Thank you so much for having me, Clement. It's very exciting, and I think it's a really great uh, subject for a podcast. And nobody's done it, so it's brilliant to do. Be on well, it. Thank you.
0: Well, no, no, thank you. And uh, I have to, st- I have to tell everyone that we know each other actually for quite a few years. Uh, we work together, and we both uh, PR owners of, uh, of very uh, well PR companies owners. Um, and I think it was at least sort of fifteen years ago. So time flies, and we've always remained in touch after that.
1: I know it's crazy, isn't it? To think that that was. <laughs> I mean, I hadn't even, you know, I only really got into PR then. So like having people like you, who I looked up to as really amazing oh. PR practitioners. So oh. I always be indebted to all everybody's help, especially yours during that time.
0: I oh, know, it's tough. So how are you at the moment? How are you coping?
1: Well, you know, I think it's very interesting at the moment. I think you know, some of our clients, uh, you know, as you know, we we deal with a lot of charity clients. Some of them are actually thriving in many ways because they need to get out their stories. Mm-hmm. Um, and they want to obviously have people raising money for them. And also we work with a um, a charity which is all about uh, displacement and refugees. And yes. so actually, that's a very interesting story and very current at the moment when it comes to what's going on in the climate. But, then, you know, then there's other clients, you know, that we have. Uh, Quite a few of our clients are based in Ibiza. And obviously, at the moment, that's totally closed. We don't know whether the season is going to happen. And that becomes worrying, not just for us, obviously, doing their PR and not having that work, but also for them, too, because, you know, if uh, the hospitality season in Spain is, you know, it's five months where they have to really make a year's worth of salary. And I think the knock on effects of that are going to be felt for quite a few years.
0: Mm, no, I relate to that very much with our clients at uh, the agency mm. as well. So it's it's pretty it's pretty tough. But how are you coping with working from home? And do you do you have way of uh, remaining in touch with your team and your <laughs> colleagues? How do you do that?
1: Well, I think actually, to be honest, I think working from home is really interesting. And I find I have to make sure that I have a good routine. So I still, you know, get up at seven o'clock and make sure I have my coffee and take the dog for a walk and then have yeah. a shower and then maybe come back and pop my pajamas on. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but I definitely put something smart on top and then. You know, I will every morning we'll do a sort of a 930 either cool. using house party or we'll use Zoom and we'll chat and we'll just go through what we have to do in the day. I think, listen, I think most people, as we all know, our pro- productivity is changing and you probably aren't doing it, it, exactly what you thought you were doing before. But actually, to be honest, I find it really, you know, I can concentrate. I can do a good so five hours work. Lots of meetings on Zoom, lots of international calls that maybe go out into the end of the end of the day. But I do feel uh, that routine is really important, especially for now, to make sure you can differentiate between a working week and a and a weekend. Don't you think?
0: I could, I could not agree more. I mean, uh, even for us, that's a. Uh quite a senior stage of our career, you know, it's, it's quite hard after seven weeks, I've said mm. I wake up some mornings and I'm like, is that, is that really happening? Do I really have to work from home and not see anyone today? Yeah. Um, and I, for me, it's the most the struggle is not, is that human touch, that human connection, that look when it's great to look at people on Zoom and, and and you know, team Microsoft and so on, but it's not the same when you have them in the same room and you can um, have a night eye contact and and share a smile or, or, or share thoughts. That is very different. And that's what I miss so much. And I guess that's why I've launched also this podcast to talk about this human connection. Mm. Um, and a little bit to give some advice to perhaps youngsters or, or people in, the, in in our industry or other industry is the power of networking. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wanted you to be my guest also today because I know you're an amazing networker. <laughs> and I have seen you in action, Nick. <laughs> I know you can work the oh, room. Yeah, I can work a room. Um, <laughs> How do you how do you network?
1: Well, first of all. That's one thing. I am definitely missing Clemence. There's no room for me to network at the moment. So that's (laughs) that's causing a bit of an (laughs) issue. And then the other other thing is, you know, a lot of my work is about events. So, you know, we're very much about, um, you know, communicating with people. And as you know, and I know, that when we go to an event, we might meet some people that we can start, could potentially become a new client, or they could be a journalist that we've not met before. And immediately, without even kind of, Doing it in a in a more thought out way, you're actually networking. You're you're building yeah. your your you know your network. You're building your contacts book, and that's kind of how I've done it. Really, you know, I'm very I've always been very sociable, but I've also always been able to kind of make sure that I do meet some new people. And I, I think everybody has to just make sure that they can support each other, and yes. that's 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 kind of the best way that networking is most effective.
0: absolutely so we've had guests on this podcast who um sometimes go to an event with a plan of action so they have the guest list and they know exactly who they want to talk to we've had some mothers who said actually do you know what just go there but give everyone a chance Uh um what is your sort of strategy when you go out
1: okay so my strategy isn't that uh kind of regimented because I think I think it's very important to be able to read a room and very important also you know it's it's important to make sure that you aren't looking like you are only there to get contacts or only there to to network so you know most of the events that I'll go to where I want you know I'm going to meet new people I'm there to find out whether we've got things in common find out whether we can support them and potentially they can support us to really learn a bit more about what they do and I suppose it's a bit like going on dating really isn't it it's like having a date seeing whether seeing whether you like what they do whether you can help them whether you can bring a lot more to the party and if you can't it doesn't matter if you leave and you go well I haven't got any new new, um, clients or I haven't got any new contacts it really doesn't matter because you people actually remember you and hopefully you know later on they might get in touch or they go on LinkedIn or or Twitter or Instagram and sort of contact you for something but I've never, I've, I've never true. been pushy. I've always been, maybe I've been a bit sort of laid back, but I've always been, I think you're, you know, I think you attract the right people and you know when it's right to kind of maybe be a little bit more forceful.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. But you, you, amongst so others, are are so good at it because you've managed to keep... In touch and all your portfolio of contact over the years, you know you're still. They are becoming your friends, and yeah. there are people attending events, and you have a portfolio of, of celebrity there. Yeah. I say, you know, well your top friends, and they attend everything you do. I know you've launched super amazing initiative with the Stroke Association, yeah. but also the uh, Global yeah. give, give Gala with Maria Bravo and Eva Longoria. Um, how do you find time to keep in touch with all these people? Is it natural? How <laughs> do you do all these?
1: Really natural. I don't find it hard. I think it's just... Oh, really? I think, it to be honest, it's remembering when their birthdays are, to say Happy Christmas to them, to to um, always be, you know, if you hear that they're in town, to make yourself available, but not too available, make them know that you yeah. they're coming <laughs> and that you're happy to take chaperone them. I think it's also actually to being really genuine, and, you know, the fact of the matter is when you if you're good at your job, you know that you can provide a good service. And if it's a celebrity now, they know that the events that we do will get them great coverage in all the pe- magazines they want to be in. And it's positive for them. And I know that um, they'll enjoy it and have a good time. Um, and then the flip side of it is that, you know, for me, it means I get some good coverage. So it's a win win, really. But that's taken, mm-hmm. you know, that's taken a long time and a lot of trust between myself and my clients and my friends and and as you say a lot of them have become very good friends because to be honest yeah. if you're spending a lot of time networking you're going out you're seeing people at night it's actually you 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 begin to become their confident you talk about things which aren't maybe work related and you're there to support them and sometimes you see them in the worst and then you see them in the in the, in the best you know and I think that's mm-hmm. really important and I think also having that personal touch and being uh, kind and, and and giving them a bit of support and vice versa is always the best way to have a longevity when it comes to contacts.
0: Absolutely what, what sort of networking do you do?
1: Um, well to be honest you know when we have our events that we put on I'll always kind of have an allocation of tickets or play. Tell us,
0: Tell us tell us more about one of the events or okay, recent so say, events. Say or... for
1: instance you know we did a book launch uh, at the Devonshire Club for a client of ours who is a fitness expert and his book was called mm-hmm. The Six Pack Revolution. You know, he is our only client who's in that sort of uh, area. So, you know, my job is to make sure we get some new fitness clients, fitness um, um, journalists, influencers, etc. But what we'll do is we, you know, I'll make sure I allocate about 10 places where I can invite some new people, celebrities I may not have met, influencers who I wouldn't necessarily have at our events and journalists as well. And maybe potentially some brands that i think you know would like to see what we do that we can then pitch to in the future so if it's a cookbook for a fitness person then i'm not going to invite another chef but i will invite maybe a um a protein shake brand or yes. a uh, a fitness apparel brand because to, so they can see oh okay so this guy doesn't do just celebrity parties or charity he also does uh, specific campaigns and that's kind of yeah, as yeah. I do it and then when they come hopefully they have a really good time always follow up the next day whether I've either got their phone number or that I've got their their um their emails else, if there's a picture yeah. of them uh, that we think is particularly good we'll put it on our social media tag them in it because that flatters them oh. and they feel like they're part of something and oh. always thank them on that way but again oh. it's very it's been quite subtle rather than sort of going for the jugular because that can kind of backfire on you and then it doesn't feel like it's as organic.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. No, fair enough and i guess i guess you're not your your events are very bespoke and they they are very creative and there's lots of experiential yes, is a word with yes. buzzing word which has come out a lot over this podcast so people want to to experience something not just to turn up to an event but i guess for you on top of it you have all of these celebrity connections so if i attend one of your events i may be lucky to meet um, <laughs> um just, uh, for tough. example eva. Eva, yeah. eva is one of it someone i absolutely Love. you know i like, really like her so I, like, I might meet eva which i have done thanks to oh. you i have to in the past um so obviously it's putting this these people together subtly for them to keep in touch and make business in the future and i have to say thanks to you i i you know creating some synergy with eva and her, and her team yeah. and that has carried on for many many years uh so it was really well placed from you and and very well thought um
1: that's always actually the other thing, too, is to, you know, and we've both run our agencies and sometimes you can be quite, you know, some people might think there's rivalry between any kind of agency. And I think what the lovely thing about the way that we work and you work is that actually we see we can complement each other. And so mm-hmm. that, that is a, a, a sort of a way of networking in itself is that you can actually see that, you know, you're the most amazing at F&B and you understand the drinks market more better than anybody. And that's an, a market that we're not you know we can do but we're not experts in so then when we come to you and we work together on celebrities and um it just is a, it's a nice marriage that feels it works really well and i think you know i think anybody who's listening to this who wants to um work in pr and works working to network always think about how you can cross-pollinate you might have a friend who works in hotel pr and then you have a friend who works in celebrity pr You marry the two together, everyone's happy because the celebs are in the hotel, they get a free stay and then the hotel gets the PR and the Instagram post so it it works really well that way and I I love working with you in that respect.
0: Uh, yeah exactly but i think as all we've we've kept in oh. touch and we still work together after so many years but that's really a very good very useful tip i think to hear um i know you got married yes. a few years ago you're now congratulations again by the way um you're now a busy little father for little dogs <laughs> uh-huh, little Beverly. I, don't, I don't know Beverly, the name Beverly. but,
1: but Beverly, Beverly here we
0: go how did you <laughs> of course should i know <laughs> <laughs> Uh, how did you find the time to network? Uh, is it, um, how do you find the time? Well, to-
1: actually, uh, my husband Andrew, he is in PR as well. So he uh-huh. uh, worked, used to work at an agency called Never McCarthy and now AM and now. He is uh, he's got a new job, which I'm not allowed to say yet, uh, but uh-huh. it's a fantastic job uh, working in-house with a great brand. And so I
0: was about to say, is he going to be working uh, with you working or together, you're about to announce be, something? To be honest, what's
1: really nice is that we have a really lovely balance because he'll go off and do an event or I'll go off and do a, a, an event. And we kind of have mutual friends in the industry. And then other, other times we have different you know we we'll just go off and do what we have to do but um it's it, i kind of keep my time i'm very good at time managing uh i made sure okay. recently that we moved uh office very near to where i live so it means nice. i can walk to work and pick up the dog the dog comes to the office it feels like it's a much easier experience rather than before when you know it was taking me an hour and a half to get to work and get back and it wasn't mm-hmm. so ex- exciting so yeah i mean, i much prefer it but you're the same i mean you've got kids You've got a big family, you know, you've got your business, you must have the same, ex- you know. How do you network? Yeah,
0: we, you know, and it's, it's all about planning. I completely agree with you. And we have a calendar at home where between Paul and I, we sort of say, okay, Monday, it's Clem is out at such and such events, you know, Tuesday, no one, we're here. Wednesday you know off in Milan or god knows where we're traveling and um that diary is our is our saviour we we relate far too much on it I have to say but um it's for us to start planning when we can go out and it's absolutely lovely when I can go out with him as well at various events um and and have someone to rely on because sometimes the event could be quite mm-hmm. daunting isn't it when you don't know absolutely no one at all you've been invited because either because you're a speaker or um, just as a guest, but um, networking could be quite, be quite cold if if the right event has not been put on. Um, and actually, for you, amongst your career, along, along your career, you may have met so many celebrities. Who is the celebrity at the event over the years that you've been working where you say, wow, I was completely stri- strike, you know, I could not These even stars- open my mouth. I mean, I <laughs> get starstruck by a lot yeah. of people, to be honest.
1: I love it. <laughs> I but, I, I mean Mariah Carey I met once and that was like I was so because I was my idol cool. so to be honest that <laughs> I, I honestly that was insane and it was but it was oh. almost it, I felt like I was I felt like it was when the queen comes and just like shakes your hand and then walks on you know there was no real interaction so I <laughs> did you speak to I, her I you point, I, I, to I, no to be it. honest if I spoke to her I would have probably screamed I love you like as if I was um, a super fan which I am um and I've met, you know, I've met quite a few, you know, obviously people along the way. There are lovely people like Naomi Harris, who plays Miss Money Penny. You, you know, you've met her yeah. as well, who's yeah. just so lovely and charming and kind. And I really like that. And then Eva obviously is brilliant because she can work a room and is extremely intelligent. So she remembers everything and everyone and is always well versed. Nice. I think it's really important to be well versed on where you go. You know, I've I've from an early age, especially because I've been doing, you know, obviously I do TV here and there. I've always made yeah. it my made it my submission sort of to make sure I know exactly where I am and why I'm there. And that, you know, that I think people can kind of overanalyze that that really is just going on Google and seeing what you're going to. If you've forgotten to look at your invitation, you know, it's not hard, but it's just having a paragraph in your head to know why. You're there. What the charity is, or whether what the networking event is, or what the building is and its history, because those things can come in really useful. Because I, you know, I find networking actually quite sticky. I'm not, I'm not the best at it. I need a drink before I go because I'm, you know, I I can dry (laughs) up a wee bit. And I, I suppose maybe because I'm I'm a bit of a I've got a big personality I like to be center of attention so when you've been invited and you're not the actual center of attention I always find I've got to think about how I'm going to navigate the situation <laughs> so I will you know I,
0: for I, everybody I else out the there big, but
1: I, oh.
0: I have to say Nick let's look at your uh. Instagram account go to see Nicky's Instagram account and you'll have the best example of
1: what (laughs) he's just saying well you know what i I, i'm in lockdown babe i think i'm going crazy so i might as well do a dance um but i do think you know the fact of the matter is i think you have to you know you might meet somebody who have nothing in common with so it's always good to be able to say oh i love this building it was built in 1830 it used to be a music hall you know what i mean like just having a silly fact can actually really break the ice as i said you know networking Mm. is like going on a date you don't know who you're going to meet like speed dating And some of them you'll love, some of them you'll fancy, some of them you will despise, and some of them you might go home with. But who knows? (laughs) Not Not anymore. Now, not anymore. (laughs) Not anymore.
0: No, but the the key thing is, you know, uh, despite it sounds really easy when we hear you talking, but you do say that you need to be prepared. You need to prepare yourself a little and and just know why you're there and know your strengths. Exactly, 100%. Um, You know,
1: we've both been to places like the House of Commons, which, you know, or or House of Lords, mm -hmm. which are really daunting. And you're kind Mm -hmm. of, you know, you've been invited by an MP and you're thinking, oh my God, everyone's going to be really stiff and it's going to be such a, a dull conversation and you're like well actually it's not these people have invited you for a reason they want your input and you just need to have courage in your convictions know why you're there know what what why you're there research some of the people who are going to be in that room and just make it easier for you because you know never going out networking should never be a a chore it should always be something that you come home and you feel like you 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 actually achieve something off the back of it
0: be passionate. Absolutely. I I love that. No, a hundred percent. And talking about Passion and be prepared, etc. Oh, little, <laughs> little doggy, doggy. Um, I, I obviously it's, it's quite stressful at the moment. Uh, yeah. Working from home, managing staff from afar, clients, you know, in difficulties, business. We don't know where we're going to be tomorrow. So it, it's hard work for everyone. How do you keep sane uh, in all that? Are you, you know, mental well-being and mindfulness is a, uh, is very important to everybody yeah. out there. Um, with the link with human connection, how do you keep? To be that honest. Hearing? I
1: think I, I'm. I mean that's a really good question because i think that the mental health for everybody is 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 extremely it's first of all it's very um it's very uh, uh, subjective so it's very much about you and personal to you because none of us know what each other yes. is going through and i don't think i, I think this is going to be a very interesting time for everybody i've tried not to think too much in the future come because i'm not uh mm-hmm. you know i'm not a mystic i'm not a fortune teller and i feel that if i do Look too much in the future, then I think I could become too kind of uh, fixated on that, and I just don't want to do that. So I'm very much about today, mm. what I need to achieve, how I can move things forward, how I can circumnavigate stuff, how I can look at my, you know, advise clients that we have what they can do differently to hopefully, you know, support stuff that's going on at the moment, you know. And if if you, you know, we have had clients have had who've said, look, we've got to put you on hold, and rather than storm and rather than get angry and rather than get low about it, you have to sit there and go, okay, well, I understand why. And this is the reason why I need to look at how I can then fill that gap. Or if I don't fill that gap, how do I move things on? How do I shift it? And I think, to be honest, I think that's the, the best way. Take every day as it comes. Don't think too far into the future. Um, and mm. And don't read the press too much because there's so much stuff that's <laughs> going on that's conflicting. Uh,
0: so, Say the know, PR I know, man. I know, I but
1: what I'm... What, well, um, <laughs> consumer stuff's different. Well, I, I, I don't... I mean, yeah, because, because to be honest, you know, a lot of the politi- political stuff is very much PR-driven mm. and PR-driven for the government or PR-driven for brands, for, you know, for different people's agenda. And I think, you know, mm-hmm. nobody knows what's going to happen here. And we just have to rely that we are all... Um, working together for the greater good to make sure that people are you know safe and well and and live I think I think what's I mean Mm. my personal thing with this is is that somebody said that if we if there was a bomb outside our houses we'd all stay in and we'd all understand immediately what this impact is of what's going on at the moment the problem is there isn't so we actually don't feel like we're part of it and we you know and and it's very difficult to really unless you've got it or had it or been through it or had someone who's passed away from it to really feel that you've been touched by it and we're all in this really strange kind of world at the moment hey
0: it's it's hard it's hard to to know where you're going but it's funny because i'm i'm a bit of the opposite i'm always thinking okay. long term and i'm trying to project and i have like about six not one six crystal <laughs> ball in front of me and i have six version of what's gonna happen uh, and i'm trying to project on the back of all stories you know where yeah. will i be well will we be as a business or as human being we myself my family uh you know i can see just on the children i mean it's been six weeks they yeah. haven't been at school and they expect us as parents to be their teachers along the carers along as keeping a mm-hmm. full-time job um, and make sure at the end of that they still have their exam in September whenever they go back to school which I'm hoping will be before mm-hmm. September but you know let's let's uh, not hope too much so it's it's crazy we are asked so much and for me at the moment yeah mindfulness mental health uh, my way of of relieving and I guess is is to go running I I've rediscovered passion for running I'm going out and I'm clearing mm-hmm. my aid for full Forty-five minutes pretty much every day and I'm trying to keep saying and go back to my desk thinking okay whew, let's go mm. for it again but it's uh, it's tough and I hear some really 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 awful story through the media so like yourself I'm trying not to read some of the pages of the mm. news just to keep a little bit positive uh but we'll and you go know, through it thing, isn't you know, I've
1: it? been doing these <laughs> Instagram lives where they're called positivities I do them every Monday and Wednesday and Friday and the reason I'm doing them yes, yes, is, I've seen is because, that. you know, I, I, it actually allows me to talk to people, like you said, at least you can't touch them, but at least you're sort of eyeballing people and getting, like we are now having a good conversation that you might not necessarily have. It gives me a bit of respite in my brain to challenge myself, to ask questions and have a genuine interest in what, what different charities are doing and going through at the moment. And I feel that you, you have to sort of um, kind of look at, as you just said, you've got into running. I've started to read a bit more than I used to, yes. and so I think yes. all those small things are really important. But I think also that the flip side of that is a lot of people. I, you know, we can go on the Instagrams and we see that people are doing fitness and they're doing all this kind of stuff. We shouldn't have to. We shouldn't be directed by anybody. We need to remember this is such a, a crazy time that we all just have to survive this. Just this weird limbo experience is you're a survivor in whatever way.
0: Absolutely. I mean, one of the ladies we've interviewed, um, Fiona Dent, in the previous weeks, was telling us that her thing at the moment is circus. You know, there's nothing out there in social media. It's just that it's her way. She use her kitchen and, and just love do some it. gymnastic on her own. And circus is her thing. And I'm Amazing. like, brilliant. <laughs> we've never seen anything. Nobody has pushed her to do that. And it's uh, uh, it's just a, a way to escape. And I, I, I love think that. it's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite it's quite different isn't it but uh but, you know why not uh no Sam, thank you so much for sharing all that and I guess um do you have any advice about networking that you would like to share and perhaps you haven't mentioned before we close yeah, this I think, episode listen, I,
1: I'm I, I mean I'm not the biggest fan of LinkedIn and I'll tell you why because I find there's a lot of spam that you get um and i think you know everybody feels Mm -hmm. that and i think it's it's not as targeted as maybe it could be but i do think there are ways of you should definitely when you network you should definitely re research who you're going to be talking to if it's for new business make sure you actually get the right person that you need to talk to and don't just put it as an info at you know actually find their name use your phone find out because people do give the right person's details out if they can or you know you can find a lot of them on the on the internet as well or you know, and I think it's great to DM people. I do that all the time on Instagram. You know, I've I've gone out actually recently to two brands that I just saw on Instagram I really liked. I DM them and said, have you got, are you looking for PR? They're like, well, at the moment we can't, we're not, it's on hold, but, you know, please send us something. And if you, if in the future we, we can work with you, we will. So I think things like that, actually, at the moment, it's a really good time to actually build up little databases, look at maybe potentially exactly. new clients, work exactly. out how you can as you say come looking in your six uh, crystal balls but how you can you know ha- is your special is your speciality going to have to shift a wee bit because of what's going on so for instance you know we look after venues in spain in ibiza and at the moment i'm like well actually potentially that might not open but we've got the skill set to do good pr for clubs and restaurants so if they are going to open up will that be later on in the year and who needs it you know I'm very much of the case of thinking that it's going to be staycation for a long for a year or so. So mm-hmm. let's have a look at some of the mm-hmm. you know the UK venues and see whether they need support and also ask questions. You know, chat to people. I think what I've realised is, like you, Clements, is I'm talking to other PR owners and we're all having more general conversations, seeing how we're all getting on, being kind to each other. We're all we're all going through a, a whole new experience, and I just think actually helping each other is a really great way because in the future we'll we'll actually probably get a lot back. Yes,
0: I not agree more. But are, these are very useful, <laughs> useful tips. And less, but at least, when can we see well, you next on TV? Well, you were meant to be
1: seeing me next on TV quite soon, actually, but that's all been put on hold because <laughs> I was meant to be filming. Ah. But I'm actually working on something very exciting, ah. working on a big uh, charity project for a big network, which hopefully we will start filming in the next few days. But we are... I'm working on a couple of projects. I'm working on a, a new uh, a podcast, which is my own, which is called Imposter Syndrome, which is basically t- talking to celebrities mm-hmm. about imposter syndrome, which is very interesting. You know, being on stage, but really feeling that you don't really deserve to be there. But you yeah. are. Um, so yeah. that's coming out in the next couple of weeks. And obviously I do GMB a lot. So I was meant to do it yesterday, but I'll be probably doing it in the next few days. But I'm a bit scared of uh, Piers Morgan. I just have to battle as usual. <laughs> and try and win <laughs>
0: <Sure>. yeah exactly <laughs> oh thank you so much thank you so so much very much Nick to uh, for joining me today um and for everybody out there if you want to get in touch with nick you know do send me a quick dm or a text or follow nick on his social media and i'm sure he'll get back to you and we'll put this um all these tips about networking in action thanks thank very you so much again and Nick.
1: Lots of love bye bye bye